Today on episode 10 of the Track Pack Road Trip podcast, we talk to a librarian, Okotoks, about interlibrary loans, books, and their lucky day collection. Good afternoon, Sarah. Hi. Can you let all of our listeners know a little bit about yourself and the library you work at? Sure. Um, my name is Sarah Gilly, and I am the assistant director at the Okotoks Public Library. We are the public library in the town of Okotoks. Um, Okotoks has about 35,000 residents and we serve about 17,000 of them. Um, they have memberships here with us. And you're part of the Marigold Library System? We are, yes. Have you ever been to any other libraries in Marigold or anywhere in track? I have visited the Airdrie Library, Cochrane. I've been to Marigold headquarters. Uh-huh. I think that's it. That's all I can think of right now. <laughs> and is track very popular? Your library, Track Pack? Yes, very popular. We have quite a large collection of items on our shelves, but our patrons really appreciate the convenience of being able to request items through track. Uh, we also appreciate it as a library because of course um, you can't buy everything. <laughs> right. I often see some of the books that I'm requesting come from Okotoks. You guys have a great collection. And they, so your, oh, Okotoks, you. your Okotoks items come all the way to Cold Lake. <laughs> They, they get around. They travel all over. <laughs> they do. Do you have a favorite feature in Track Pack? Or a favorite part? I really like, I like, I really like the reading history. Um, I, I personally have it on my personal account. Uh-huh. Um, and I didn't realize the benefit of it until I needed to remember the title of a book and could not remember. Uh, and yes. that's how I advertise re- the reading history function to anybody getting a new library card. It's one of those things you don't realize how convenient it, it is until you need it. <laughs> yes, we talk that up to patrons as well, especially if they're reading a part of a series, a long series, yes. wondering, oh, have I read mm-hmm. that book? And then we can go back and see. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. How many people work at your library? We have 16 people. Oh, okay. And that's we a mixture think. of full-time and part-time staff. Mm-hmm. Are you a standalone library or are you in a civic center or? We are standalone, um, although we are expanding next year, which we're very <gasps> excited about. Oh, so you're going to become bigger. Yeah. We are. Uh, the town is building a, an arts and learning campus, uh, actually just next door. So we will oh. be part of that. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, it's very exciting. So we can, can we talk a little bit about books and what you like to read now? Sure. So do you have an all-time favorite book character? I, well, I would say characters. I really enjoy the Bridgerton family from the Bridgerton series by Julia Quinn. Um, I just would love to be a part of that family. <laughs> is this, Sarah, is this historical fiction? It's historical romance. Uh-huh. I believe I had actually heard they were supposed to be make, turning it into a television series, I think <gasps> on Netflix. Oh. Um, as some of my coworkers can attest, we really enjoy this series. Uh, the characters 
um, I mean, it's a romance novel, but I find the characters, uh, I find them funny. They have a sense of humor. I frequently, you know, are chuckling as I'm reading the book. Um, so I just, I just, I just think they're really great. <laughs> Is it quite a long series? Um, I think there's about, I can't remember. I think there's six books, but then there's also kind of sub-series. Um, I haven't had a chance to read all of her books recently, um, but there's that main component of the main family members. I, I think it's six or eight total. And book, so book number two is my favorite. <laughs> oh, so if it comes out on TV, will you watch it? To see what it's like? <laughs> I probably will. Yeah. I yeah. find if I really like a book, then I'm very critical of the movie yeah. or the television show. Because, of course, in your head, you create the image of what the character looks like. And sometimes I get frustrated if the producers of the show or movie don't match the description that the author has included. Yeah. I like when something is announced that it's coming out on a movie or a TV show and I'll go into track pack and all of a sudden the holds list has went up for the book. Oh yes, exactly. Yeah, you can almost yeah. guarantee that the book yeah. will start having requests no matter how old it is if they're yes. making it into a movie or a TV show. Yes. And who's an author that you would love to meet? Robert Munch. Do you have I a favorite Robert Munch book? Mortimer. Uh -huh. <laughs> I mean, I, there's lots of great ones, but I think Mortimer is one of my favorites. Uh-huh. Um, what attracts you to a book? I read a lot of different things. So I, I honestly, the cover, <laughs> I know Me that too. sounds horrible. But if the cover looks really intriguing or interesting, that will grab me. Um, ultimately, I mean, I like to read thrillers. I really, I read romance. I like biographies. Uh, a lot of times it's really just if I start seeing patrons requesting a book or, or our patrons really rave about a book, um, that gets me curious to see if I will also like it. So I frequently get my recommended reads from our patrons. Well, I have to say, um, since I've been talking to a bunch of librarians for this podcast, the way some of them describe their favorite book, after we talked, I went and put it on hold. Oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> some people can really book talk a book really good. They can, yes. Um, is there a book you have read over and over again? A lot. I reread books all the time. Uh -huh. The Hating Game by Sally Thorne, I really love. Mm -hmm. uh, one of my coworkers actually recommended that. And I think I've probably read it five times at least. Mm -hmm. I just reread all of the series by um, Sarah J. Moss. I think mm -hmm. Moss. Um, because she has a new book coming out in February. So I reread all of those. Um, yeah, I can honestly reread a lot of books. If, if I really enjoy it, I'll, I'll probably read it at once a year. <laughs> wow. So Sarah, if you really, really like a book or a series, will you buy it or just get them through the library or both? Uh, I usually get it through the library. I actually don't buy many books. I have to really love it. Or in the case of series, if I, if there's a really long wait list at the library, sometimes I'll buy the ebook. Um, but honestly, I pretty much everything I get through is through the library. Mm -hmm. Well, now that Halloween is coming up, has there ever been a book that scared you either as a child or 
as an adult that you read? When I was younger, the scary stories telling the dark books scared uh -huh. me, mostly because of the illustrations were really horrific uh -huh. and would give me nightmares. Um, I wouldn't say any books now as an adult have, have scared me. I don't read a whole lot of horror. I like zomb books about zombie apocalypse and I enjoy movies and TV shows about zombies as well. Um, so I would say that that's specifically a series as a child I can remember, but as an adult, I wouldn't say that anything has scared me. Um, I like to ask everyone if they have any library pets. Do you have any pets at home or in the library? Uh, well, I do have pets at home. I have two dogs and two cats. Uh -huh. um, and yes, Jackson, Willow, Marley, and George. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um, but here at the library, uh, we have a reading fish and his name is Loki. Although right now he's vacationing at my house, um, <laughs> because of the pandemic. <laughs> is he, um, what kind of fish is he? Do you know? Uh, he's a beta. He's a, I can't remember the exact beta, but he's beautiful. He is, he's blue and he has some <laughs> red, his, his tail and fins are red. He's really pretty. Do your cats and dogs curl up with you when you read at home? Um, only my one cat, Marley, will. She'll come and sleep on my lap while I read. And I kind of, we have a sectional couch. So I tuck myself in the corner with a, with a blanket and she comes and lies on my lap. Mm. Sounds so cozy. <laughs> it is. <laughs> what is your earliest library memory? Um, oh gee, I remember going to the library with my grandmother when I was a little girl. She would babysit me every weekend because my parents worked. So she would always take me to the local library. I remember they had a little kid's room. It was really small and that's where they had all of their toys and their wooden blocks. Mm -hmm. um, but actually my mom also worked in the library. So some of my earliest memories are, um, she worked for a medical at a medical library. So I would actually go and shell medical journals when wow. I was in elementary and junior high. I remember shelving medical journals. So wow. um, yeah, it's, it's, libraries have always been a part of my life. Yeah. It kind of runs in the family now. It does. My grandmother worked in a library. My mother worked in a library. Uh, I work in a library. I've been working in libraries for 20 years. Uh, and my sister, my younger sister even worked in a library for a while while she was going to school. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I find, I don't know about in Okotoks, but in Coal Lake, a lot of grandparents bring their grandkids to the library, especially when we had story time. Yes. Yeah. We do see a lot of grandparents coming in. Um, actually, even during the pandemic, um, I remember helping a patron and she had her grandkids and she was looking for help picking out books and she wasn't quite sure. So she, you know, I, I asked a few questions, got an idea of what they were interested in and and I grabbed some items for her. Um, at the time we were doing curbside pickup and uh, she actually got back to us um, and said the, the books we picked were great and the kids loved them and she was really, really happy. So we do see lots of grandparents and, and we're always happy to help because sometimes they're, because they might not necessarily spend as much time with their, their grandkids, they don't always know what they might be interested in reading. Mm -hmm. Do you yourself have a favorite spot or piece of furniture in your library in Okotoks? Uh, Pre-pandemic, pre we have a fireplace here in the library and we have some beautiful overstuffed leather furniture that was purchased by our friends of the library. And I think that is 
the nicest place here. Um, we had, we would used to have a puzzle on the table so people could just come in and work on the puzzle. Um, you'd always see people sitting on the couch or on the chairs reading magazines. Um, sometimes husbands would come and just read magazines while their wives were taking part in a, a program. So I think that's my favorite place. That's the coziest place at the library, I think here. Um, and then my other favorite place is just the kids area. When you see all of the kids playing, the parents are, are in the area sitting, they're chatting, they're getting to know one another um, and just making those community connections. So those are my two favorite places. Mm -hmm. I've been in a few libraries where there is um, a puzzle and people can fix the puzzle and there's always someone there. They're very popular. Very Unfortunately, popular. we had to, we had to remove it because of COVID and we've yeah. actually had quite a few people ask us mm -hmm. um, if we're bringing it back. So we're, we're anxiously waiting for the time where we can bring it back yeah. um, so that people can start to enjoy it again. Yeah. We started a puzzle exchange here in Cold Lake so people can take a puzzle, bring a puzzle, just take it oh, home okay. with them. We, we did have to close for a while during the pandemic and the, some of the staff were, that were still working, we ended up doing that um, with ourselves with the, we were, with the puzzles. We were bringing yeah. puzzles and, and exchanging them because we were running out. <laughs> so have you read, watched, or listened to anything lately that you would recommend to the listeners? Um, let's see. So I, I guess the most recent thing I've been, I'm listened to was uh, Taylor Swift's new album, Folklore, which I really loved. That basically was on replay for quite a long time. Uh -huh. um, recently, what have I read? Oh, um, De-Evolution by Max Brooks. Mm -hmm. He wrote uh, World War Z. Mm -hmm. And um, now De-Evolution is probably something a little specific not everybody's going to love because it is um, about Bigfoot, which sounds a little crazy. Um, but it's really well written. It's written... Um, you know, but this uh, community that kind of goes missing and, you know, it's supposedly a Bigfoot outbreak, but it's written um, similar to World War Z where it's reports from, um, you know, security personnel and then a person who was in that community was writing a diary. So it's their diary entries. Um, and even though it's fiction, it kind of feels like it could be real. <laughs> uh, did you have a favorite book as a child? Uh, Sleeping Dragons All Around by Sherry Fitch was my absolute favorite story. My parents would read it to me all the time. I love the illustrations. Um, and actually, when I first started working in Okotoks, I was in charge of the children's book collection. And that was one of the very first books I checked to see if we owned and we didn't. So I quickly purchased a copy <laughs> because I thought everybody should be reading this kid's book. Even though it's older, it's the best book ever. Yeah. And she's Canadian, right? She is, yes. Yeah. yeah. I remember hearing about her when I was at university in Dalhousie. That's where I first heard about her. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. She has some fun poetry books and picture books. She does, yeah. yes. Yeah. What has been your most successful program? Um, let's see. Pre-COVID, I would say we used to do a bedtime stories with Santa program and Santa would come to the library. That was always really well attended. Um, oh, the kids really loved it. So Santa would read some stories. Um, there was a little, you know, craft they could do. Um, we would have hot chocolate or chocolate milk. And then nice thing. I think the thing that really meant a lot to me hearing feedback from parents would say, this is the first picture 
um, our child has had of Santa. Like this is the very first time they've ever had their picture Aww. taken with Santa. Um, so it was kind of nice to hear that, that, you know, that special memory was made at the library. Mm -hmm. um, so I would say that's very popular, but really a, a lot of our kids programs are, are really well attended. Um, we had just started doing juvenile, like really ramping up our juvenile programming. Uh, one of our staff here, Jeff, he loves trivia and puzzles. Um, and he was really doing great programs that were really well attended before the pandemic. You have something called a kid's lucky day collection. Can you tell us about we, that? Yes. So we actually have lucky days for adult fiction, nonfiction, and adult movies. Um, but Jeff recommended or suggested uh, having lucky day books for kids ages 6 to 12. So these are popular books um, that we purchase a local copy and you can't place a hold on it. And it's good for a three-week loan. Um, but it's first come, first serve, because uh, we were finding kids, especially things like Dogman. I mean, Dogman is such a popular series here. The kids were really disappointed when they would come in to ask for the newest book. And of course, there was lots of people on the list for it. So now Jeff purchases sometimes two, depending on the book, sometimes even three Lucky Day copies of um, the popular books. And we usually get them the day they're released so that kids can come to the library and check out those books right away. And we advertise uh, with posters. So in the kids area, um, actually on a door, a storage door, Jeff has posters for every book with the release date. So kids can be, you know, stay on top of when they can expect their next favorite book. And are they shelved in a special location by themselves too? We do. We um, There's a display shelf where Jeff also advertises all of his new books, but we keep all of our lucky day. And they have a special sticker on the front and it's uh, a bright neon green. So you can't miss it. It, it says lucky day. Um, oh, so it's, it's yeah, it really, it's eye catching. Your eye goes right to that neon color sticker. Um, and the kids know right where to go now. So that's usually that they make a beeline for that shelf to see what new items are in. Mm -hmm. So a book that you were thinking about reading next was that I'm thinking about ending things by Ian Reed. Have you seen the show yet? I haven't. And I never got around to reading that. Not it yet? was on okay. my book. It's still on my bookshelf. Um, I, I got a little sidetracked reading the court of um, roses and thorns, Sarah J. Moss series. Mm -hmm. um, I got a little caught up in that. So, and actually now I have just started my master's program for library and information studies. So Okay. All of my reading for fun has sort of come to a quick pause yeah. um, as I'm reading for school. So it is still on my list. I have quite a long to read list. Um, so I'm, I hope, I really hope that I can read it, read it soon. So I know you don't like that book, The Girl on the Train by Paula Hawkins, which is really popular here. I quite enjoyed the book. Now, if you don't like a book, do you read it all the way through or you, did you stop for that one? Um, I actually kept like. read. I, I, that particular, I think the reason I didn't like the girl on the train is because it had so much hype mm -hmm. people, you know, it was on hold. People kept requesting it, which of course got my interest. So I thought, you know, I'm going to read this and see what it's all about. So I kind of think my expectations were very high. So when I read the book, I, I think I just was disappointed because it didn't meet my expectations. That one I did read right through. Okay. I, I, I traditionally try to keep going and finish a book. Mm -hmm. um, you know, every chapter it's like, uh, maybe it'll get a little bit better. <laughs> it's a hope, maybe. Um, 
Yeah, I think it's, a book would have to be very slow for me to stop reading it completely. Mm -hmm. That's good. So my last two questions. Um, do you have a memorable reader's advisory or reference question? to you? Oh, um, just the usual. I think, you know, I actually had one. Um, I, I've worked at across Canada in different libraries. I had one woman come and she wanted a quilting book that she had checked out before. She couldn't remember the title, but she knew it had a quilt on the front, <laughs> which I'm sure we've all had that. We've uh -huh. all had that type of question, whether it's a quilt or the cover is red. Mm -hmm. um, and actually, somehow, I was able to find that book, and I, it was a miracle, because it was like finding a needle in a haystack, but somehow I did, and she was so happy. Um, so that was a victory for me, <laughs> a victory oh, for the patron. I love moments like that. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> and lastly, do you have a favorite snack or a drink to have beside you when you read? A uh, cup of tea. I'm a tea drinker, so yeah. I love my cup of tea, um, and I like anything sweet or chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for talking with us today, Sarah. Thank you. It was I great talking of, with you. I hope the rest of your day goes well. Thank you. Same to you. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.